Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor, presented by Barstool News Network. It is Wednesday, January 8th, 2020, and we're all a bit stuck in our tracks right now since we're recording this at about 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday night, right after Iran fired missiles at two of our U.S. military bases in Iraq. So, Right, well, they were, they were Iraqi military bases that were housing uh, U.S. military Oh, okay. Um, okay. Gotcha. Pat's going to tell us a little bit more about that one later. So that's we're a little bit of a mood on the podcast today. But also, hey, we've got a voice mailbox now. So, hey, right. All right. Uh, <laughs> we always had an email. But now if you want to play something for us, scream at us or just chat into the voice mailbox, you can do that at 512-270-1480. Again, 512 512- Two seven zero one four eight zero. We'll check it before each what the fuck Wednesday, um, and uh, see what's on there. So, Can't wait for all the fat jokes. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty. I was just looking at myself in my monitor right now, and I don't try to plump. don't try to self deprecate right now. So you get out of the fat jokes. Don't do that. <laughs> no, cool. I look. I'm wearing a red capital shirt. I look like just like a. I look like a grape tomato that's just ready to pop. Convenient timing to <laughs> lay, lay down on yourself there, Will. <laughs> like a wart, like a zit. Yeah. Uh, all right, so what the fuck Wednesday? So it's a bit of a weird one. Uh, like I said, uh, first one was submitted by Iran. That's Pat. Uh, then we've got some basically live breaking news from Maine about rabid fox attacks. We have a lot, an interview uh, with the man himself. And then Mark and Wes will do a lightning round of listener-submitted stories to take us home. So get us going. Pat, tell us all about Iran. All right, guys, here's the situation. As Will mentioned, we're taping this show Tuesday night. So uh, as of right now, there are no casualties, and we pray that is the— None, none reported. None reported. Yeah, exactly. None, none reported. Uh, and that's uh, that's what we hope is still the case when you wake up and hear this tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, essentially, uh, 12 ballistic missiles were fired from Iranian soil— uh, striking at least two Iraqi bases, which are housing U.S. military and coalition personnel. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, not sucks. good. It's fucked. Not mm-hmm. good. Scary, sad, sucks. Yeah. Um, the uh, the targeted bases were in Al-Assad and Irbil, and uh, Iranian state TV indicated that the name of the operation was Martyr Soleimani, because that was the general that got killed. Right, right. Uh, straightforward name. Uh, Iranians Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps uh, made a statement on their Telegram TV after the attack saying, quote, the fierce revenge by the Revolutionary Guards has begun. 
So they're just stop it. They're just spouting off at the mouth. Uh, that guy who said that uh, he was only going to attack Trump is a fucking liar, obviously. Right. Well, oh, right. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be the mano y mano Jon Snow showdown right. that they called for. They him. said they were not going to attack U.S. citizens. They were going to attack U.S. military. But give me a give me a fucking break. They, right. Like he was like, it's going to we're patient people. Uh, no, they attacked like three hours after that interview. Yeah. This sucks. Well, here's the situation, right? There, is uh, is uh, yeah. I mean, it fucking sucks. But um, mm-hmm. uh, terrible. I, it you know what's crazy is it uh, the origin of Pop the Clutch actually came to fruition. It's a that was a white American guy and an Iranian dude talking shit uh, to each other on an internet comment thread somewhere, mm. uh, and then that that then just happened, and then real life, and then bigger. You know, let's, bigger, let's, bigger uh, pop the clutch. Let's not pop the clutch. Yeah, let's not pop yeah. the clutch. A uh, couple other interesting things. After uh, the attack on the uh, Iranian general, Trump tweeted a really terrible uh, pixelated American flag. Uh, and after the attack on the uh, on the military bases, an advisor to <laughs> the Supreme Leader tweeted an Iran flag. So there's a Twitter battle going mm. back and forth. Yeah, but Trump's numbers were way bigger. Oh, what the fuck? It's just, it's just. Well, keep it on Twitter. Trump's like a top hundred people on Twitter. Yeah, he's he got sixty nine million. Followers. Anyway, the the Iranians said that they would exact revenge similar uh, on the U.S. to what happened to their general, uh, which is probably why they went after these bases. I mean, undoubtedly, why they went after these bases, but um, maybe it was the proximity of the uh, or the size of the attack on the general was similar to the size of the attack on the bases. There's a rumor going around right now. This is unsubstantiated, but there's a rumor going around that all of the military bases were evacuated because the U.S. Uh, leadership did have news that there was probably going to be an attack uh, on Tuesday evening. So, hope so I really hope that's the case. Again, you might be hearing more information as you're waking up and hearing this. Yeah, uh, everybody's safe. These motherfuckers on the uh, on the the Telegram TV, the Revolutionary Guard Corps, they're just talking out their asses uh, and they continue to run in their mouth saying that after the attack, they would uh, if a bomb fell on Iranian soil, they, they would level Dubai. Oh, why would you do that? And uh, Haifa, yeah. Israel. So, that, yeah, that they, one does it. And, oh, and Tel Aviv, Israel, right? They well, said, yeah, Tel Aviv. That, I mean, well. like, that's like one of their super enemies, right? But like... Serious fucking Dubai, threat. what's going on with that? Well, they're just going to like... They're an ally of ours. Fuck up Dubai? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the closest thing to America over there. I would, you know... Tons of oil. Sounds like the worst yeah. TV channel of all time. Right. Anyway, that's about all we can say on that, again, because it's still breaking yeah. news right now. Uh, I, hoping yeah. and praying for no, I don't, no casualties and, uh, and peace. I know what I'm... I'm just going to keep, like, saying hopefully we don't go to war. Like, I'm just going to keep saying it until it's officially declared like the dog and the gif with the room on fire. Mm-hmm. It's just like saying, I, this is fine. Like, just don't go to war. Hopefully we don't go to war. Watch the skies, Will. Yeah. Aliens. It's perfect time for aliens. Right, yeah. That Well, that would be nice if they swooped in now. A bigger threat. Now that we have a space could force. Could avert us from World War III. So. Yeah, and Space Force could lead us forward into the 2020s. Let's talk be that, better. Let's talk to that old man. Yeah, so that's crazy. Everything that's going down uh, with the U.S., Iran, and Iraq. Uh, and we have another crazy one. Way less intense, thankfully. Uh, one of the first ever documented cases of all time, and I'm pretty sure that's a fact because Mark told me just of this, a few Of the past minutes. year, sorry, of the past year. <laughs> of this year in May. Of this year. Because <laughs> Dr. The, Mark. Of 2019. One of the only ever cases yeah. ever, <laughs> of, ever recorded of a man being attacked multiple times by rabid foxes. That's right. In Maine this year in 2020. Okay. Uh, <laughs> take it to him. Oh, yeah. Right, welcome to the show. Norman Kenny, 88 years old of Bath, Maine. Uh, and Barstool News Network has reported on the multiple vicious attacks, sir, that you've come under from rabid foxes. Is that correct, Mr. Kenny? 
That's right. The first one was in September, September 8th. That's my birthday. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah? <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, Hopefully Mark had a better day than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I was 87 at that time, and, and uh, I have a, a little storage shed behind my house, mm. and I had to go down a pair of steps to get to it. So I'd gone down to get a garden tool or something out of it. And it wasn't there. I had nothing. Usually I have to have a cane to walk with. But there was nothing there, and I didn't have a cane. So when I started back to the steps to come back up to the house, I looked, and this fox was coming out of the bushes from my neighbor's property. Oh, wow. And I thought that, well, he he don't see me because he just had his head down. <laughs> so I just go, rah, like that, the, the scoundrel. But thinking that he would run down over the bank and into right. the bushes. Yeah. But he didn't. He he made a beeline for me and he started grabbing at my tail legs and I'm backing up and he, he come at me again. He kept coming at me and grabbing my uh, end of my shoe. And then he crawled underneath that building. I was backed up against a a, a fence. Uh, it's a shadow, a shadow style fence. It's not just a rail fence. And I had no place to go and I didn't have McCain to hold me up for anything. And he come charging out from under the building at me and grabbing that pant leg again. And I would, I, he'd go back under the building and come out again. And he did that three or four times. And I said, well, Mr. Fox, it's either you or me. One Thought life or two. What's that? A one life or two. You know, like you, you had to take, you had to take matters into your own hands. It was either going to yeah. be both yeah. of you yeah. or the one of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he came out again and I managed to kick him and knock him down. And then I put my right foot on his neck between his shoulders and his skull. And I knew, you know, I weigh about 200 pounds. And I knew if I put that much pressure on, I could choke him. And he was a twisting and thrashing. And I watched him until uh, until he stopped. And uh, I don't know, you've seen the picture of me standing on the... Oh, yeah, on standing on the fox, yeah. Well, that's a pretty yeah, amazing I, moment, yeah. Wow. So, so I, that that was one incident, but that wasn't the only incident. Correct? No, no, no. I had another one here uh, uh, Friday night. I had just my car in the garage, and when I close the door, it makes a kind of a squeaking noise. And I have a, I have two cats, and one of them, if he knows I'm down to the garage, he'll walk with me from the garage. This is probably 60, 65 feet from the garage to my front door. Well, when I closed that door, I heard a little mew, and I thought that was my cat. So I called its name. And uh, made a little, you know, noise to see if it'd come. And I looked, and and this this thing was coming at me. And then I realized it was a fox. Not right. again. Yeah, yeah. I said back to the garage, and he made a leap for me. Well, I've got a cane, but it's one of those folding canes. And every time I'd hit him, the thing would fold up on. That's yeah. a persistent fox. I mean, yeah. Now, now, Mr. Kenny, yeah. was was this second fox bigger or or smaller, or around the same size? The second one, I. Well, I think I think it was a full size male. It weighed about thirty pounds. I think. Oh wow! Yeah. He grabbed me, knocked my glasses off, knocked, and I fell down on the ground. And he, I'm lucky. I mean, he got my eyebrow and my eyelid. He didn't hit the eyeball at all. Ooh, he grabbed me. That's wow. And I lay on the ground, and he by then he grabbed my hand, and he I got ten about ten cuts and and uh, places on my hand that was bleeding, and I had to get him. By the throat, I'm choking. I couldn't get up. I without my cane, I could not stand up from the ground. I mean, the first one I was 87. I'd had a birthday. I'm now 88 years old. Yeah, that one now. extra year. That's it. Did it. That was the and, straw and that broke the camel's back. Where are these fox foxes coming from? 
There's a, a den over behind my house, uh, three or four dens in this area. That's like one of the dens is getting taken out single-handedly by you, but, but it's their fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm hanging on to that fox's neck and trying to choke in. <laughs> I, could feel his, I could feel his esophagus. I could feel the, the arteries going to his brain. I could feel the, oh. the pulse of his heart. In the oh. his neck and, Mr. Kenny, I have a question. Have you identified where you're wearing either like the same type of pants, shoes, cologne? Like, do you have some sort of a well, fox attracting scent? No, was it I revenge I, for the first fox? I, the, when this, when the first fox was just a pair of jeans and sneakers. This one here Friday night I had on Carhartt, a heavy, heavy Carhartt pants. Oh. And finally, I, I, I started screaming and hollering and there was a kid. One of my neighbors, I, I didn't know it at the time, but he was out here jogging in the street. Now, this is after dark. This is all happening after dark. And he, he's jogging, and he heard me holler, and he came over, and he said, can I help you? Can I do something? I said, yeah, get your foot on that fox's neck. And I'm laying on my stomach. I couldn't let go of the fox's neck to get a hold of a cell phone. I have one of those life alert button things around my neck. I'm laying on that. I, I couldn't call for anybody. Finally, the, the fox calmed down enough, and I released her up, and I got my cell phone, and I passed it up to the kid, and I said, dial 911. He called, but he well, he did a good job, but I never... Right. Well, is he, is he going to be around, or is your your, your son or son-in-law going to be around? Because we're concerned for you, Mr. Kenny. How yeah, can what, we if, help? what if one of our listeners came and, you know, was a fox uh, exterminator expert and just happened to come around uh, Bath, Maine? Yeah, we've, we've had a, a rash of... of uh, Foxes around. Mm. So the one I killed down back in my house, the one I stepped on his neck, they they never tested. So I don't know if that one was rabbit or not. And mm. I just got the report here this evening on uh, from the state on this one that I killed here Friday night. Yeah, and that one's rabbit. Have you been treated, sir? Thought, are, you, are you are you okay? Yeah, yeah. No, I've started the shots. Did they um did they allow you to to keep the fox and maybe its skins yeah, as no. like a trophy? No, they took they took the, the police took the fox, put it in the bag, and because uh, I like to know, was it a male? I think it was a full grown male, mm. and was it uh, rabbit? Yeah. I, I know it was rabbit, but it, how much did it weigh? That's what you're definitely going to want to get the stats on that fox. Yeah, I would like to. I would hey, like to know about. Hey, Mr. Kenny, thank you so much for joining the show. We really appreciate you coming on, and uh, thank you for your heroic actions in uh, guarding your community okay. from okay. rabbit foxes. Be, be safe out yeah, there. Stay safe, Mr. Kenny. Talk right. to you later. Oh, yeah. All right, Mark, take us to the lightning round. Thank you, Norman. Kenny. Okay, guys. Um, this one's from DT Boy, our guy DT Boy. Real quick before I get into this, I wasn't on the interview. You you said that Norman Kennedy's 88 years old, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Retired fire chief. I still think yeah. you should have gotten the Fox's pelt as a trophy. Yeah. He sounded great for 88. Like that old guy. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he's snapping necks. All right. Sorry to he, sorry he'll get you. Leave them alone, foxes. Um, Charmin uh, rolled into the CES convention and caused a big stink. That's a double yeah, double no. pun. Nailed it, bro. Rolled and stink. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't catch the first double one. Double pun. <laughs> Only um, got stink. Toilet paper jokes. Uh, CES. You can tell it's good if you got to explain it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Every time I explain it, he tells me that. Uh, <laughs> CES is a giant annual convention in Las Vegas where companies debut new products and electronics. Uh, Charmin stole the show with the TP bot. 
the smell detector, and the VR porta potty. So let me just run through each of those. Do we really quick. need to innovate the toilet? Yeah, no. I mean, you have to. Okay. You have smell to. detector. Yeah. So the Charmin, the first one's the Charmin Robot or TP Bot. It's a toilet paper delivering robot. Okay. Uh, so, so good news, everyone that forgets they ran out of toilet paper like teenage me. Sorry, mom. And for all you psychos that don't keep extra rolls in the bathroom. Yeah, does it go to the yeah. store and buy it for you? Yeah, current, right? Current me. Yeah. You don't Doesn't keep everybody extra rolls have to go to the store. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why don't you just keep it in the bathroom? I keep like 10 extra rolls we in the bathroom. We put a lot of stress yeah, on put them in the bathroom. toilets. That's, That's true. true. You got you to put them in the, mm, like in the cabinets or something. Just put it next to the toilet. You would be the girl who always has a tampon if you were a girl. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love that about you. That's why we're friends. Absolutely. Um, so it's a Bluetooth-controlled robot that you can remote control navigate to you from your phone to bring you toilet paper. Uh, it has antennas so that it can instantly detect your desperate wet-ass call and infrared sensors to navigate your hallways and doorways with precision so it doesn't uh, wake <laughs> now, you up in the middle of the night and you have to call thing, the cops on it. If this thing operated in public, that would be something else. I love like it. If you could call it to you anytime you need to shit hey. anywhere. <laughs> hey, shit butt. Yeah. I'm I'm going with the waddle. I'm not giving an extra ounce no. of space in my house I'm, for a toilet paper. I mean, robot. how long does that take to log into your app and yeah. remote control the no, stupid no, robot? No, I'm I'm already fucking playing video games on the toilet all the time. Now I'm playing video games with stakes. Well, you're gonna I like, love this. You're gonna like the third one of these, Pat. We'll get to that soon. Next up is the Charmin smell sense. Okay. This this little gem from Charmin will warn you if someone had an extra stinky shit of which his odor had not fully left the bathroom yet, and it uses electronic sensors to detect the excess carbon dioxide or hydrogen sulfide, and then it will display a go or no-go, kind of like an airport occupied or not occupied uh, verbiage, so you know whether or not to enter the bathroom. Oh, man, if we got one of those, it would be total competition. It's always see. no-go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be a busy robot. Got, <laughs> no, it's a sense. It's a sense I got 12 minutes on no-go. Beat that. Yeah, I got, yeah. After my shit, it was a 32-minute no-go. That's up to have in your house, though, because then it's like you yeah. you have so many stinky shits it's the shit you have snitching. to have that thing. Yeah, yeah it's a snitch. No, um, not good for newlyweds. It also is going to ruin the, all of these, uh, are you sick? And did something die in there jokes? As the offender can just say, didn't you just read the sign? Yeah. Right? It's a no-go Shouldn't situation. Right. Shouldn't have gone in. Lastly, this one's going to uh, please Pat. The Charmin VIP, P-E-E, get it? Uh, this is a premium portable toilet. Uh, porta potty that comes equipped with the Oculus Rift SVR headset. So if you really want to spend a good amount of time in the porta potty and apply the VR headset covered in your and other people's poop particles to your ears, eyes, and nose, you're in luck. I don't like this because this Play is video game. This is piling on <laughs> to an already terrible situation created by human nature, which is when you're waiting in line for the porta potty, you're like, "Hurry the fuck up!" Yeah, and then so, when you get in the porta potty, level three, you take your goddamn time. And it's only going to increase lines. This is terrible. Wait, so you're telling me I can shit in a Chick-fil-A when I'm actually in a Wendy's? Why would you want to do that? Well, because they're clean. You can listen to concerts. Yeah, you can do anything you want with the VR headset. That is true. I, I, I challenge you to find a cleaner... Wendy's bathroom than a Chick Fil A bathroom. It's, it's impossible. Happen. You can have a. You can pretend like you're having a clean shit and do less wipes, but then you have a <laughs> wet ass. Um, none of these products will be available anytime soon. Oh, awesome. what? Come on. Yeah. Did they at least do prototypes? Yeah, they. Yeah, they showed the prototypes. But so on you're the telling floor. me, wait, you're telling me the toilet paper robot can only go inside your house and not outside? No, 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 it's marketing and bullshit. it will be available for multiple no. years. I would imagine none of these will ever become available, and the earliest they will be is 2022. The whole wow, point that's was so unimpressive. Yeah. Idiots like us would read the fucking story and talk about Charmin. Yep, Charmin, Charmin, Charmin. Bastards. We got to get to that convention sometime, though. 
Um, all right, guys, this one comes from Kyle uh, Kujini. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, a nutjob woman in the UK who makes shockingly accurate predictions using asparagus and likely has very <laughs> smelly urine Ooh. is making some very strong... She's a no-go. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> is making some very strong predictions yet again for 2020. Uh, she first made headlines uh, when the um, psychic slash world's only asparamancer, as she is calling herself, predicted Brexit, that England would win in the Cricket World Cup, that A Star is Born would win the Oscar, and that Thomas Cook, the famed travel agency, would close its doors. So there's just a few of her. How many, pe- how many teams are predicting? Because it's a 50-50 on fucking Brexit. It's a one in five on A Star is Born. <laughs> this is bullshit. Um, well, right, the Asparamancer, yeah, so England she's World an Cup. asparagus necromancer? I don't know what the she fuck brings back predictions from the dead. Well, no, I'll, I'll tell you her okay. method. So okay. it's, it's very impressive. So her method, much like a village shaman from uh, movies who throws bones in the air and reads them when they land, uh, she throws asparagus in the air and then predicts the future based on how the green spears land. Careful not to hit one of her thirty pet skunks that I assume are roaming around her flat. Um, <laughs> so, so skunks. Yeah, I was going to go cats, but I feel like she's a, even a weirder lady. than that. Yeah, you exactly. have to go weirder than cats. Yeah, yeah you exactly. would. Because then he'd also insult me. So what you, wouldn't, right. you wouldn't hit as a friend. No, you wouldn't hit a friend. You're absolutely right. Yeah. A loved one? A man. You definitely wouldn't hit a man. Um, so the uh, 64-year-old uh, Jemima Packington, who claims she is 75 to 90% accurate, has some very interesting predictions that I highly recommend the whole world pay attention to for 2020. And here are some of the headliners from the woman who inherited her clairvoyance when she was just eight from her equally crazy aunt who used red tea leaves to predict the future. So something obviously in the blood with that family. Uh, wow. The first revelation that the asparagus revealed is that Donald Trump will be reelected in 2020, but will again face impeachment and eventually be tossed out by the Senate. So, oh, I was I was with her up until then. The tossed out. That's pretty yeah. detailed for uh, wow. this. this uh, That's a three, three part prediction. One in five lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also says that some high profile sports figures in the UK, many very beloved, will be caught up in serious scandals. What? No, no, no oh, shit come there. Come on. Yeah. Um, that there will be that's, more. That's just. Yeah. yeah. It's like betting that Jeffrey. Right. Uh, Jeffrey. Yeah. Andrew. What's that, his name is going to sweat. This that's year. A, that's a that's a safe one uh, that there will also be more royal births, but also a death in the royal family. And some royals will be relieved of their duties. Well, Queen Elizabeth is like yes. eight, like ninety five. Right. She's half dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also claims the youngest person to ever win an Oscar will be found this year and be regarded as the world's next great acting talent. She says the world is fucked from global warming and that natural disasters like hurricanes and flooding will increase tenfold and the UK will suffer great floods. Um, Also, that the Vale of Eversham, which is some mystical fertility garden in England, will produce the world's most heralded vegetable. Any guesses what that vegetable might be, guys? Asparagus. How pissed are you if you're Anna Paquin right now, the youngest woman to win an Oscar? You'd be so fucking pissed. You coming from my my territory? That's all this year? There's There's no way. Ten times natural disasters that we had last year? Yeah, all while eating asparagus. I really like this segment. It's It's like, it's like, it's like. Uh, gossip rag bullshit I'm gonna follow her closely and finally she predicts that Brexit will go smoothly and the economic fears that many people had over Brexit will not come to fruition so congrats Britain the crazy asparagus lady says you will be just fine so rest easy tonight well yeah okay so Brexit will go okay but then the whole world's gonna fucking explode because of global warming yeah right the floods aren't gonna go away we're gonna be rich and on fire okay yeah so all right well, pay attention. I'm looking. I want to see if that Trump one comes true. It's like you're an NBA jam. I've got a double one here for you because they're both despicable boyfriends. So that's why I put them together. One's from Mr. Waters and one's from Bret Hart for Senate. So thank you. I love both names. Thank get you, one. Don't Havis. get the other. I like them both. Um, yeah. Same. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this one is a feel-good one from Stars Fell on Alabama today, courtesy of Mr. Waters. Uh, you guys, if you ask me, there is no bond more special than that between a father and son. And as I'm sure Hard Factor Wes will tell you, that being on the paternal end of that relationship can be challenging at times. Just a tad, yes. Yeah, he says it all mm. the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, any father worth their salts, though, wants to be the best for their son, nudging him in the right direction when he gets off course, but also knowing when to let him make his own mistakes so he can learn from them and ultimately become a better man than you. And ridiculing him when he yeah. does. Right? Yeah, no, I'm into this. Oh, into this? I, I, I get this. Yeah, okay. I've had a dad. But sometimes <laughs> a gentle nudge just isn't enough to get your boy back on track. you got to huh. get, get a little bit more aggressive. Uh-oh. Like when you yeah. happen upon your son savagely whipping his girlfriend with a dog chain. What? Like an outdoor <laughs> dog chain. Like oh. you tie him up with a dog chain thing. Oh, no. Like a metal chain. Um, they say there is no manual for parenting. And one Alabama father learned that the hard way last Sunday night when he was left with no choice but to shoot his little boy in the stomach. Because he ignored his fatherly uh, advice of not beating his girlfriend with the chain. He just wouldn't stop, huh? Yeah. Did the kid survive, though? Um, I, I don't know. The story wasn't... There's not a lot of details in the story. He got shot in the stomach. He so did I'm sure survive. He, did. he got shot in the stomach. He did survive. Okay. So it was non-fatal. So the dad was like kind of... You know, he's doing his, doing his kid a yeah, favor. He taught him a lesson. He's a hero. Yeah. He, he, yes, he's yeah. actually in stable condition, I'm, I'm reading. But undoubtedly, a lesson uh, will be, be taught here. He's going to be a better man. He will le- unlikely beat his girlfriend with a chain. You never know. At least in front of his dad. That's a tough yeah, punishment. Yeah. He's not going to do it in front of his dad again. That's he might kill his dad, though. <laughs> He's going to do it in the privacy we of his own home. We have an internet commenter here. Illusion, se- dad. Illusion 71 from the internet says, getting shot by your dad, that ruins street cred nowadays. That's very true. It's true. Right. So he's going to, if he if he wants to try to get get it back, he could be fucked. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I totally got shot. He's I got gotta, shot He's got to kill his dad. No, he's got to convince his dad to beat a woman with a dog chain and then shoot him. Yeah, that's got to, you got to feel like a real bad father when you walk up on your son just... Don't make me get the shotgun, he said. Yeah. Where'd he get the dog chain? Yeah. Where did Ooh. I go wrong? All right, guys. And in other awful boyfriend land news, in Toronto, Canada, giant piece of shit and jealous boyfriend of smoke show Allison Danilko, Nick Gruel, allegedly bit Danilko's nose off at a nightclub, or actually after going to a nightclub on New Year's Eve. They were celebrating the soon-to-be New Year's at uh, EFS Social Membership at King and Barthurst Streets. They got to uh, rethink the name of that club. Right, that's a hard name to say <laughs> for New Year's Eve uh, celebration. But I, they had to I leave because they're not they were doing arguing. too well. It's probably related to the name. It has to be start there. Um, but this couple, they were a good-looking couple. She was she was very attractive. Uh, but they were arguing a lot. The argument was over Danilko's soon-to-be trip to Costa Rica that uh, Gruel was not invited to. Uh, I think a, he was like, "You're going to bang dudes." That's a sex island. You're going to bang her. dudes. Yeah. Yeah. You're too attractive to not bang dudes in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. is what he was saying. Um, she said, we were arguing the whole night, and he kept leaving the booth and acting weird. He gets very jealous of me uh, because I'm super hot. No, she, didn't, she didn't add that last part. But, uh, <laughs> it's a curse. That's why. Uh, they took the argument to Gruel's Oakville townhouse, and that's where Danilko got her nose bit off after he uh, screamed at her, forced her into the bathroom, pinned her up against the wall, and then bit off her nose and swallowed it, allegedly. What a weirdo. Holy shit. Or flushed it down the toilet. It's, it's gone. It's a fine line between love and hate. Yeah. You know? I got a snack of nose. But then that sucks now because she's not hot. But maybe that's what he wanted. He wanted to deface her. And then he dumped well, her. He didn't want to go that far. <laughs> um, the woman if you're the kind of person like, that bites somebody's nose off, you might not love or hate anybody. That's a crime you might of passion. bite well. noses off. Like, that might just be it's your true. thing. Uh, yeah, well, he actually will. He um, Months earlier, he bit her on the shoulder, leaving a big scar. Wow. She had a restraining order. Yeah, she had a restraining order against him, but said, Mm. the dummy that I am, I took him back. 
Uh, silly. Well, everyone knows restraining orders are temporary. Right. Well, Love is forever. Gorell knows. Um, she did make it out of the bathroom bleeding, and she left the apartment and ran to a neighbor's house, banged on the glass door, was screaming, and waited for an ambulance. They couldn't find her nose, so Gorell's like not necessarily in a lot of trouble here. Apparently, he's got a courtroom ticket uh, docket on January 28th to face bills of aggra- aggravated assault, but there's no evidence. Well, luckily, she's got Artie Lang to look at to... Okay. feel normal all right Wes, take us home oh, oh all right guys well hopefully we uh brought a little bit of humor to your day and uh with all this crazy shit going on um hopefully you know if you do have uh family friends anyone over there where the the shit storm is happening that they are all safe and well and and come home safely um i don't really know what to say so well and yeah. now all of our thoughts are obviously with the yeah. our servicemen yes and women. yeah for sure uh thank you and, 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 our, and our Iraqi allies with them who are also in danger. Yeah. And the Iranian yeah. people that aren't. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Going. All the, the cool state people. We're, we, we're with you. We love you. And one yeah. piece of advice, guys, and the uh, troops. that Mark and Will will tell you is uh, the Iranians are tough on Twitter because these guys have been. Mark's I've seen, some scary, I've seen some scary stuff from mm-hmm. them on Twitter. Well, no, specifically that you guys are getting fished and hacked and they're coming after you. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. got some uh, phishing texts. Yeah, again, not all. a lot of Iranian people are... There was the hashtag... I of, mean, hackers. Of, of, there's, I know, there's the hashtag of detest... Uh, Iranians detest Soleimani, but the ones that uh, don't detest Soleimani are, are... They're interesting people. They're um, good people. They love a steam room. They yeah, love a rug. They're aggressive. They're, and, they're aggressive. And, yeah, and they're scary. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Uh, also, we have a debate show uh, next next uh, Tuesday. That's right. Yeah. Fun dancing. Uh, four, at 14th. It's great at weddings. Yeah. I would debate. Yeah. There's no women. You can dance freely. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great fucking day. See you later. Yeah. Dog goes woof. Cat goes now. Bird goes tweet. And mouse goes squeak. Cow goes moo, frog goes crow, and the elephant goes toot. Ducks and quack, and fish go blub, and the seal goes ow, ow, ow. But there's one sound that no one knows. What does the fox say? Ding, 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 ding.